Welcome back, everybody, to Real Talk with Minority Speak Up. I am your host, of course, Kennedy Shanks, a.k.a. Miss Under. I keep saying a.k.a. or a.a.k. <laughs> a.k.a. Misunderstood. And today, I am on another solo mission, and nothing's wrong with the solo mission. Um, I'm going to be speaking on body positivity, and I believe I want to start with the personal, um part of this journey or this series part series that I want to start and the title of the topic and this really this this title um really has me thinking so I titled it body positivity through unsung sufferers now for me this really correlates and just to hop into what I was going to talk about today which is my journey with self-love and my and me growing to learn body positivity and being body positive. Um, for me, body positivity just started recently. Uh, me seeing myself as body positive literally just started. Growing up, and I don't want this to be a sad sob story, but this is real life. I, of course, was bullied talked about stuff like that and it really made me look at myself as ugly I believed I was ugly believed that I wasn't as beautiful as my peers or my family or people on tv or people in my community that lived around me just everywhere I believed that I was less um beautiful and this really got me thinking about body positivity and I didn't know what body positivity was until I believe two years ago and I just started living by that lifestyle. Now I have a philosophy or a self-created quote um someone probably said this but I believe it's that although actions are far more worse than just verbal um, I can't think of the word, um, verbal, basically what I'm trying to say is that, yes, actions, someone physically hurting you is bad, but verbally and mentally and emotionally affecting you, I believe it's far more worse, or far more severe, depending on the physical uh, situation, and I say this because, I'm going to use my mother's example. She says as a mother dealing with a child with mental health, she it's difficult because if it's physical, if I fall and get cut, she can clean it out, she can wrap it up, she can kiss it, and, I don't know, give me a sucker. But if it's mental, you can't do that. You have to work through it. It takes time. So for me, I feel like depending on the severity, mental is far more worse and I've never been physically pushed around I've never been punched hit I've never had to fight someone nobody has ever jumped me or by bullying me in that way but people have said stuff to me people have looked at me a certain way and that's the thing someone can tell somebody else to stop touching them stop hitting them that's physical evidence um 
you can tell a parent, teacher, guardian, someone, you know, an adult, or someone else, even if you're the adult, that someone's doing this to you and you can bring attention to it. But when it's mental, just like what teachers say, don't tattletale. If someone looks at you, they can look at you. They can say what they want to you. And you can't stop children. You can't stop people from saying stuff to you because they can deny it. If you don't have proof, they can deny it. But if they put their hands on you and they leave marks, then that's visual proof. And that's why I believe bullying and my delayed start in self-love started there. Because I may, I might not have been pushed around, touched. But still, people were saying stuff to me that left me very down about how I look. Down about my body and stuff like that. Um... And I believe my, I'm going to say self-hate, or well, self-not-like, because I never hated myself. Well, I've been in some dark places, but I'm just going to say self-not-like. I believe also started with seeing others not loving themselves either. At school, other girls would come to me saying the same thing, saying that they didn't like themselves, saying that they didn't love themselves, seeing it in my family. Women in my family saying they didn't like how this body part looked or saying they gained weight and they didn't like it. But for me, and I guess this is going to tie into what I'm going to talk about later on, is who made it a thing to say that you have to be this certain weight or you have to have abs or not even abs but be skinny to be beautiful. Because people get excited when they lose weight but get upset when they gain weight, depending on the situation. Maybe you're underweight and you're happy to gain weight. But the thing is, why? Why is this such a big thing? Let's say you believe you're quote-unquote fat. But according to your doctor, you're healthy, you're in a good place, everybody views you as a very healthy and fit person, but you, personally, in your mind, your mental state, you believe that you are fat, way overweight so you gain weight which your doctor says is still you're good you're still healthy but you don't believe that you're healthy and then people start to notice that you're starting to pick up weight and then you start to focus more on yourself you start to get harder on yourself then that messes with your mental state because you believe you should be smaller and I feel like the modeling industry has something to do with this um, because the modeling industry, and we all know this, predominantly shows people that are skinnier, taller, they have flat iron, long hair, um, you know, of a certain race. And this belittles a lot of people because me... I love to model. I love to be in front of the camera. Sometimes I'm shy. Sometimes I don't know what face to do. Like, it's it's so funny. But that belittles and discourages a lot of young women and men that want to do modeling. But society is showing them that they should be this weight or they should be this tall. When really, that's not what it's all cut out to be. For me, that was a really big discourager as well, um, seeing like I wanted to be 
a model, stuff like that, advocate, eh, but I'm this size, but I'm this skin color, but my, my hair doesn't look like this, my face doesn't look like this, my skin's not clear enough, I'm too hairy, I'm this, I'm that. And that that's really discouraging. And for me, I know as I grow up, I want to provide an opportunity to give children, give teens, adults of whatever size, whatever color, whatever hair type, whatever skin, you got acne, we will take you like anybody to be able to walk a runway or be in front be in front of a camera because everybody deserves that opportunity. But when you have these very large modeling industries and photography companies showing these skinny, fair skin tone, perfect skin, like it's discouraging because it's saying like I should be like this. And even with Ashley Stewart, they are let's say we'll say Victoria's Secret versus Ashley Stewart. Ashley Stewart is known to, you know, provide for the thicker plus size women, you know, same beautiful, desirable clothes just for thicker and plus size women. And then Victoria's Secret, they're known to be on the, you know, smaller, petite, extra, extra small side. Um, But the thing is, even modeling for plus size women is sometimes discouraging for certain modeling industries or companies because they're not accepting everybody. They're not accepting 400-pound women that want to model. They're not accepting 300, 200 even, um, because they even have a weight requirement. They have a height requirement. They're not just taking any old person. And that's discouraging as well because me identifying as a very beautiful future maybe I consider myself a model maybe not like all big and stuff but a plus size model I'm proud of that but for media to make it seem like I have to be this weight or my stomach has to look this certain way it's very very discouraging um but let me get clear um to me body positivity means you are whatever weight whatever skin whatever stretch marks whatever skin tone whatever birthmarks whatever you have you should be positive in that but for weight let's say particularly you're working for your better that doesn't mean that you're sitting at home eating garbage knowing that it's gonna just harm your body and you're saying oh but i'm body positive body positive means you're being positive to your body you're putting things in your body that's positive and not negative so let's say you're in the 200s eating healthy i consider that body positive let's say you're 99 pounds and you're eating healthy you're you're gain you're starting to gain weight if you want i mean being in your you know whatever your doctor thinks or whatever is healthy for you to get there because my weight and your weight may not be the same thing your healthy and my healthy may not be the same thing but you should be working for your body positive and that's where social media it's very strong about these topics is that that there shouldn't be plus size models at all because that's like encouraging 
children or encouraging young folks that you it's okay to be that size when really you don't know people's personal situations you don't know what people are going through you don't know what people are struggling with they could have um an autoimmune disease they could have maybe they just did eat a whole bunch of crap and gain a whole bunch of weight but now they're working for their body positive like you never know someone's backstory um and that shouldn't belittle or degrade anyone and if we're saying that plus size models are showing or displaying unhealthy ways of life then we should take an account of models looking have gone where you can see their rib cages and pelvic bones because that's not healthy either and sometimes being super super skinny isn't healthy sometimes having a little meat on you is healthy depending on the person so if we're gonna take away plus size models then we have to take away different kinds of models you have to meet a higher weight requirement because every model is not displaying something healthy because now you have all these young women, all these young men that are trying to lose weight or gain weight to meet up to a requirement when even if they're working for their positive or just loving themselves, they should be able to do whatever they put their mind to, whether it's modeling or becoming an astronaut. They should still be able to love themselves and be body positive regardless. But again, as long as you're working for your body positive and not treating your body um, in any negative way. And that's not just related to weight either. Body positive meaning not harming yourself, self-harming, not doing that. Um, knowing, you know, hygiene, stuff like that. Just being body positive. It doesn't just mean weight. And that's what society makes it seems as it is. It began as a weight thing, the self, uh, the body positive movement was, or was founded or started on weight equality, but it's not just limited to that anymore, because if you're body positive, that means you're overall healthy, and you're doing good, stuff like that, and, um, excuse me, um, but body positivity, also ties into self-love now again going back to my story when I grew up being bullied I didn't love myself so how can I be body positive when I didn't love myself um for me personal experiences and I am not ashamed to share any story of mine I for me I guess I I don't want to make this a stereotype but in black families food is everything food seasoned food good old soul seasoned food is Any happiness. You can't be sad eating soul food unless something tragic just happened. But for me, I would get bullied at school. I'd be stressed out at school. But I knew that I can come home to a house full of people I loved, sit down, eat a nice meal, and just enjoy the people around me. And as I got bullied more and more, I needed that demand for more food, more family, more love, stuff like that. But then, when people around you are doing the same thing, coming home, eating food, more and more food, unhealthy food, just to fill in those emotional gaps, that's not, you know, that's not ideal. And then, plus, I'm not focusing on my self-love aspect. Because people are saying that 
you know, talking about me and stuff like that. And there's something that, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, be, when I would get bullied, of course, I would tell somebody, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I am a snitch and I'm a proud snitch. Um, do not tell me your information. <laughs> Let me stop. But people always told me to have tough skin or develop tough skin. And it might sound like I'm going on a tangent, but this tangent may be needed. Um, you cannot tell children to build tough skin because when they're going through something that doesn't make the situation better that develops suppression that develops um not talking or not telling people situations because for me in my case I was told that a lot when I would get bullied I would break down but as I grew up and still getting bullied mind you I would say, okay, I have to build tough skin. Now, I understood what they meant by building tough skin is to, if anybody says something about you, just brush it off your shoulder. Don't worry about it. If it's not true, don't believe in that. But when you're growing and you're coming up, when they say build tough skin, it's, it's, if you don't get explained, it's like telling a child a quote and expecting them to apply it to their life and they can't. Because personally for me, to this day, I have hard, um, or it's very hard for me to express my feelings sometimes. Sometimes I express every emotion by crying. Sometimes I express every emotion by laughing. And I sometimes I can't figure out how to navigate my emotions because I'm always so used to suppressing them. So if I get bullied, sometimes I wouldn't even say anything because I have to build tough skin. When instead of having this cocky attitude or confidence, I would suppress it. So I wasn't talking about it. And it was constantly just like a trash can. I'm taking all the waste, all the dump, all the trash that people are saying to me. And I'm putting it in the garbage can. But as I'm getting older, the garbage can is overfilling. It's overflowing. Uh, it's It needs to be taken out, but I'm not taking it out. I'm saying I gotta have tough skin. I gotta have tough skin. And I keep just piling on the garbage, piling on the garbage. And you can only play jingle with trash for so long before it comes crashing down. Um, so that's kind of like, which also ties into mental health with body positivity. Because, and this is for females. It It's definitely a challenge because I don't know on the the male part but for females definitely it's a challenge because our lives are basically how we look how we appear people make friends based off of pe or how people look people will approach people depending on how they look so it, it's really interesting because for me I was always, I'd say since I was younger, I was always the thicker friend. Always had more curves, a little more weight, you know. Then And I was totally cool with that. When I was younger, I saw it. I didn't see it. I didn't see, you know, that I was thicker than anybody else. I just saw everybody as an equal, saw no color, saw no nothing. Of course, I saw age because I'm like, dang, I want to hang out with the older kids. But I didn't see nothing. Like, I didn't see that as a child but when you grow up 
you know, your friends say slick comments, um, and it, it starts to get to you, and that's definitely, like, with social media, if you look at social media, a lot of people are starting to come out with body positivity. I follow somebody, she was, or she is, currently on The Real World uh, in Lansom. It's a Facebook watch show, you should go check it out. Her name is Yasmin, and I love the show in general. Everybody's so cool, Yasmin, Tova, Clint, Justin, Dondre, Aureli, I think that's everybody. I hope I didn't miss anybody, but yeah, the cast is beautiful. Everybody's just so cool and fun. Like, I want to be on the real world when I get older, if they still have it around. Um, but yeah, she, she honestly, and I'm going to add her. I'm going to put this on Instagram and I'm going to add her because her spirit is so beautiful. And she talks about how she feels about body positivity and she's a very body positive person like if you watch the show she is literally so comfortable with her body but she mentioned um her like she just she said that she felt as she was a fraud because you know sometimes you don't love yourself all the time and I know I don't um well, I do, but I, I don't express it. Sometimes I love myself, but sometimes I don't like myself. Let me fix that. Because I know inside, if anything drastic happened to my body, I would be devastated. I'd be sad. Um, So I love myself. But sometimes I wake up and don't love how I look. Um, And that's because those past demons are coming back. Like, dang, like... I have, I'm starting to gain some more weight. Oh no, I got some more stretch marks here. Like, I really start to hate that um, because I don't. And it's hard for me to be a body positive activist when you don't feel it every day. You don't feel beautiful every day. But that's the thing. Self-love and body positivity is fluid. Just as well as your emotions are fluid, your mental, your mentality is fluid, your sexuality is fluid. Everything can change. Everything can change. Your financial state can change. Everything can change. So that's the thing that we have to break that stereotype is that if you if you have self-love, if you self-care on yourself, if you have body positivity, that can most definitely change because I can be body positive this week. I can love myself. I can put good things in my body. I could take care of myself, hygiene. But next week, I might get depressed, very depressed. I might start to fall back into my depression and anxiety state. I don't take care of myself, don't have the energy, feel fatigued to take a shower. I might eat ice cream bars instead of having a lunch. I might not get out of bed, might not brush my teeth. And that's that's the reality of everything is that everything is fluid. And we all know that your mentality is definitely fluid because I can be depressed last month and I can be fully mentally stable this month and the reason why I push mental health so much is that it's an epidemic it is something that is found in every aspect of our days from being nervous or having a constant anxiety or having constant anxiety um showing signs of depression and any other mental there's so many mental um health there's so many there's so many topics so many 
areas of mental health it's still growing so i believe it's seen every day and you will always hear me push that because for me to experience it and to still experience it today i will tell you my anxiety is my best friend i'm telling you everywhere i go (laughs) anxiety is there anxiety happens everywhere for me and that is also something that goes with body positivity because i would even admit to you that in my freshman year of high school uh which was just a couple months ago i'm not that old <laughs> um there were some days where i would wake up wash up brush my teeth do my hair and put on an outfit that I planned in my mind at night. And I'm going to say, oh, girl, I'm, I'm going to look cute tomorrow. And I put it on and I literally feel horrible. But I say, you know what? I got. I want to look cute today. I'm going to just have to take this one because I know I look beautiful even though I may not see it right now with the eyes that I woke up with. But when I go through the day and get to school, I'm going to love it. But when I get to school, anxiety kicks in because I get those looks. You know, people that say certain things to me, you know, it. you get, you, everybody knows the look or the looks. And I'm not saying nobody just looking at you. And I would get anxiety walking to class. I would ask for somebody's jacket, like, hey, can I just borrow this jacket real quick? Like, I will give it to you next period. Just please let me borrow it. Like, it would get to the point where I love speaking in front of people. I love talking to people. I love expressing myself. But literally, I would not talk to anybody. I would put my head down, won't answer questions, won't even do work some days. Because my anxiety was taking over. And then, it's making me depressed. Making me go through delusions. Because I'm like, ah, people are talking about me. People are doing this. People are doing that. So, body positivity, self-care, self-love, mental health all ties in. Mental health is probably in anything. Mental health is in politics, racism, discrimination. I don't know, daily jobs, financial. It's in everything. Literally, it's in everything. There's a way that mental health will slip into your life and you have to be able to take control of it. (laughs) I'm sorry to go off on this tangent, but I'm just really um, devoted to body positivity and mental health because it's slowly killing our generation because everybody is getting these surgeries, changing their bodies, looking good before, filling themselves with plastic and different stuff like that when really that's not needed at all. And, you know, it it's something that's constantly changing, constantly moving. Now, healthy ways we can empower children or even ourselves or people older than us to love themselves and be more body positive is we have to use different word choice. That's something that my mother always taught me is to be specific, use different word choice, be careful on the things you say. So, for me, word choice is a massive thing. I read a post on my news, hashtag Instagram, and it was a post about words or different things you can use referring to weight and body positivity in the mental health area. And, excuse me, basically, I can't remember what it was exactly. It's lost in my folders and folders of things I keep 
for me to talk about a podcast that I can never find them after. <laughs> but it was like, instead of saying, you've been eating too much, you should step away from the table. You can say things like, you know what, we've had a big dinner, let's go for a walk. Or instead of saying, why are you always eating up all the food? Why don't you say things like, I don't know, um, see that's a tough one because you can't tell somebody, don't eat up all the food, we need it too, because then that's kind of disrespectful as well. But I can say personally, you should, everybody drop something down below, give an expectation or a reality or give something that you've heard someone say and give the positive, um, because, you know, I've heard stuff like that um, being said to me, like, maybe you should go take a walk instead of this, or my doctor telling me I should lose weight, or stuff like that. And word choice is totally different, I feel like I'll probably be, probably <laughs> wouldn't be in such a deep mental health situation if it wasn't for word choice. Because I... I'm a very dramatic person, and I just came up with a quote that drama only creates drama. My family tells me I am a very dramatic person, but I'm not throwing shots at anybody. But I only feed off of other drama that I see. So if someone presents drama to me, someone presents being dramatic or doing too much, it will make me dramatic as well. Like, I hate when parents or teachers or anybody says you have an attitude or why you got an attitude or shake the attitude or something like that. It's like, I don't even got an attitude. So, like, but now I got one because you said I had one and I did it. But now I got to show you I got an attitude because you said I had an attitude, but I really did. Like, y'all get what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like that. Like, if you're going to be drama, or if you're going to be drama, if you're going to be dramatic, then you're going to make me be dramatic too because I didn't like that you thought I was dramatic. So, and I'm still going off on another tangent, but definitely body positive, verbal positivity. Like, come on now. Like, we got to be verbally positive because us children, we're listening. We're paying attention and we know what people are saying and we use that in our lives so if we can all start to change the things that we say even doctors change the way you pre- present weight gain or weight loss that will really help definitely what people post online a lot of people i see make fun of people that gain or lose weight or look a certain way or if their forehead's too big nose is too big stretch marks blah blah blah, blah. Uh, if we can change that, we could do a lot. See, body positivity and self-hate can be stopped quickly. It could be stopped before racism, stopped before discrimination. It can be stopped before world hunger, poverty. It could be stopped before a lot if we just change the words that we use, the mindsets that we have, and the way we teach our youth and bring up our youth. There's something that I constantly hear my peers, and I even do this, um, I hate to admit it, but you know when your friend, and I'm referring to the girls, your friend tells you, you look cute in that, I don't know, shirt or skirt or something like that, 
and then you say, oh, no, stop playing. You know I look ugly, or you know I look fat, or you know this, that, that, that. And then your friend says, no, but you know I look fat, or this, and that. Like, that kind of conversation could have totally been avoided, could have ended in a different way. You could have used better word choice. Like, instead of saying, oh, I look fat, I look ugly, you could say, well, maybe this skirt just doesn't fit me. I don't think it, I don't think this really goes with, like, my whole style or stuff like that. You can change the way you approach things. And then also, on the receiving end of that, why bring yourself into it saying that? Because that's just making the situation worse because it's basically a suicide mission, a suicide statement after that. Because you're both... Or whoever's in the conversation is just throwing shots at themselves, which just makes it seem like it's okay to not like yourself when really everybody should be potty positive, everybody should love themselves regardless. And that's something I will learn till today because I will tell y'all for real. I will wake up tomorrow, I will look in the mirror and say, Jesus, it's not my day. Give me strength to get through it because I don't like how I look today. And I will wake up the next day and be like, dang it. Jesus, you did a good job. Lord, you did a good job on me, God. I'm looking real good today. Thank you for blessing me with this. So, again, I say it's fluid. There's not really much more I can speak on this right now because it's all based on everyone's interpretation. So, definitely drop down. But if you made it this far, thank you for making it this far. Um... But yes, definitely comment down below or even reach out to me and tell me your body positive stories. And if you're planning on starting yours or if you started and failed and started and failed. And um, yes, please tell me anything about your body positive um, experiences because we can end this by helping. We can end this by helping people, by sharing each other's stories and getting through it all together. But again... Thank you guys for listening. This was um, our body positive segment, body positive through the unsung sufferers, which is me, myself. I am the host. It was a solo mission today, and I got it, got through really good. I don't when I do personal podcasts, I don't want to make it too long because I know sometimes people can't sit through the whole thing, but I like to keep it short as well. Um, because you know, every podcast doesn't need to be an hour long, it could just be something short and sweet. But this, you will definitely hear this topic again. Um, but yes, thank you guys again for watching. Please share this podcast, get um, my podcast and this organization out there because if I can help as many youth. It'd be really beautiful and really great because we can actually stop this. But again, thank you and bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. Real Talk with MSU posts podcasts every Saturday at 12 p.m. Stay tuned through the week for pop-up podcasts.